0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Red Men News. It is Friday. Jurgen Klopp has just done his pre-match press conference. For Watford, I'm your host Paul Mate, and I'm joined by Jack Gill for this one. Before we dive into some of the fallout and obviously the major news being that Klopp has signed the contract extension and some Minamino stuff as well, I uh, just want to draw your attention, we are sponsoring ourselves today, uh, the tv.com because of some fantastic content gone up there today and yesterday and of course coming as well. But in particular, obviously with the news around Minamino, uh, we've got Cy Hughes of The Athletic is on the newsroom. Uh, he was speaking to Chris Page depth in depth and detail about this move and what it means for Liverpool etc 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 really really interesting stuff from one of the guys on the inside of the journalism scene and I was fortunate enough to sit down with Liverpool legend Emil Heskey uh, there's a little clip of that in the build up show on the main YouTube channel there'll be some more coming out for free on YouTube on Sunday but if you don't need to see that if you just want to see the full beans Emil Heskey interview then you can get over there all of this stuff is available free completely free uh, for your first month just go on try it see how you feel uh, and then you can keep it if you want to but if you don't you can cancel it and um, yeah, get a full access for an entire month for nothing to all of the phenomenal content that we're producing on the RedmenTV.com. Anyway, Jack, um, yes, Jürgen Klopp has signed a contract extension until 2024. Yeah, brilliant news, isn't it? Uh,
1: obviously, everyone at the club loves him. He's, he's a perfect fit at the minute from the top to the bottom. And it's just brilliant. I mean, it's been surrounded for a while. There was... Rumours that he wanted a sabbatical at the end of his contract and that he didn't want to sign any longer. So it's good now that we know he he can stay a bit longer. And like it says there, you know, not just get us through this team, mm-hmm. but build the next one as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, a few few really interesting points, obviously Jürgen's reaction to it. Um, one thing I thought was interesting, because he mentioned it twice, in fact, was that it helps with signing players in the summer. And it's, it's actually an interesting thing that not truly considered. but And it also maybe tells you a little bit about the profile of players that he's going to be looking towards now let's use Jaden sancho as an example of this you're a 19 year old lad and you're being told okay look he's playing first team football for dortmund but at liverpool you know i want to develop yeah you're going to go from being one of like the the, the, the backup to the existing front three three guys who are all in the prime of their career well you know two years which is all you can would have left at the end of the season up until 2022 you know you might be 21 you're not even hitting your prime years yet I said a lot of people are or saying the people they've had discussions with are saying, Well, how long are you here for? Saying now 2024, that solves so many of those problems and it will it should therefore facilitate uh, Liverpool making signings in the summer.
1: Yeah, a lot of people are expecting big things from us in the summer. Obviously we've got the new night deal. People know that part of the agreement with the night deal is that we want some big signings with that. Minamino being being a sign of that with with the Japanese following he brings too. And yeah, I completely agree. He, him being there till 2024 is a lot more of a foundation for players to go, yep, yeah, I'll go there, spend a good five years there under the project that is Klopp, mm-hmm. and Klopp. And continue what has been absolutely fantastic five years already for him
0: yeah absolutely and yeah, yeah he hinted at the exciting things ahead obviously he wants to be there the, the the change in the training facilities potentially a new stand what's quite interesting about this is, as you mentioned this would take him if he sees this contract that would take him to nine years which is two more than he had at Dortmund two more than he had at Mainz I think a lot of people kind of looked at it and, and said well He'll just do seven again at Liverpool without, without a doubt. There's still a chance that he does that. Mm-hmm. By the way, you know the you know, he, you know he's, the contracts are, contracts are contracts, aren't they? But doesn't necessarily mean he has to. But I like this. I like this notion that. And he said that you know he just loves being at Liverpool. It felt right. The only thing that he has he, he has to deal with. He said the only thing that's not cool about his job is. You know, he said when I was at Mainz everyone in Mainz knew me. When I was at Dortmund, everyone in Germany knew me. And now I'm at Liverpool, everyone in the world pretty much knows who he is. Um, but you can tell just the way he talks about. He, he talks about every he's made up to be in it and it's clearly not seven years is just a yeah. happenstance not like he has to do seven years and move
1: on yeah he said didn't he? He says we've had some brilliant moments already but he's excited for the future and what it can bring and he wants everyone to enjoy now and enjoy the ride and the journey and I, th- I think everyone will you know we we've just had the Champions League success we're in a great position in the league we're doing well in the Champions League again Things are looking so good for Liverpool Football Club at the minute. And to have a manager who everyone loves sign a new contract and be there for another four years is just absolutely fantastic news.
0: Absolutely indeed. And one thing that was interesting as well around it is that he said he wouldn't have signed the extension if there weren't also extensions on the table for Pep Linders and Peter Kravitz as well. And he goes on to say how important those guys are are to him. I think that's amazing. You know, it it becomes a package. Everyone, Klopp is the figurehead, but he, he, he values that team around him so much.
1: Yeah, it was brilliant as well when when you see the interview, strip first thing he does is um, praise Michael Edwards as well and, and the impact he's had on the club and he's completely right and it isn't just about you and Klopp, it's about the team he's built around and we saw the formation change when Buvac left and, and the style change and we've seen how important um, Kraviats and Pep have been for, for Klopp and it's good to see that those two has got a new contract as well.
0: Absolutely, a uh, really interesting tweet from Dave Maddocher which came out uh, of. Quarters of an hour ago Um says Klopp's new contract is a huge lift for the club and this team of course but huge for the future too means he's around to dismantle the current team as they always eventually require and build the next one not leaving it for the next manager that could ensure LFC dominance for a decade this is massive this is this is issues that a number of football clubs have faced Alex Ferguson was very good at yeah. doing this uh, and in fact to be fair he probably left if he'd left a couple of years earlier he'd have been He hung on a bit too long you know, Liverpool suffered with this with leash moving on. Is that has had to rebuild the team? You know, yeah, he, he inherited an aging Liverpool team. What what it means is, is he's dead right there. Is and all, all our fears can kind of be allayed a little bit on this. You know, he continues the vision, plugs a few bit different pieces here and there, and then it means that he would probably, if that the timing of that is right, it's not Klopp every everything can out of the squad and then legging it, he's actually, you're probably leaving a, a year or so into the next team. Yeah. So the next guy who comes in has basically got a, a ready-built side, ready to go when he, when he joins. Well, Shankly did that
1: as well, didn't he? He built such a great foundation for Paisley to, to go on and win all the trophies that he did. and. It's, it's just brilliant to see, you know, that that we have such a clear plan for the future. And you've seen with with the signings we've done, the young signings we've brought in with Kajana Hui, Harvey Elliott. It's not just about now. We're also planning ahead for for five, ten years time. And and Jurgen Klopp is a, a massive reason for that.
0: Absolutely. And he was mentioned. Um, at Liverpool's potential new signing, Takumi uh, Minamino, was mentioned to And the cop, the this, French cards very close to his chest, and I, I think he's always going to because as much as it's being reported as it's a done deal in terms of the fee agreed Mel Reddy was obviously very keen to stress that uh, is, it, is it the independence? is that right is, she, is that now regardless um it's not done he cut and he said oh look i'm going to treat this as he treats all transfers it's not a done thing so he'll he will not we won't discuss it as though it's a done thing and he'll, he won't you know uh, open any more to it but what i thought was quite nice is obviously a japanese journalist there um who asked him about shinji kagawa and, it, it, and he and actually laughed and, like it's quite very clever well i'm happy to talk about kagawa i can't talk about minamino but i can talk about kagawa and it was just quite funny how he, he kind of mentioned he got he got a chance to extol his virtues. Obviously, loves Kagawa a lot from his time at Dortmund. But he also mentioned like how much he loves the attitude of Japanese players, things their attitude in training, his outstanding technical abilities, all that kind of stuff. So it, like in a weird way he's actually singing the praises of Minamino as well.
1: Yeah, it was interesting as well, when the Japanese um, man was there, the young clock turned around and said, oh, maybe we'll be seeing more of you now. And so he wouldn't speak much about Minamino, but he gave he gave a few things away there. Yeah, I, th- I think he's, it's important to keep his cards to his chest. We saw what happened with Neville for Kea last mm-hmm. summer. You know. Uh, He's still got to do his medical, which he won't do till January. a lot of things can change he might fail it you you just don't know idea do um but yeah he he was very he was full of praise for kagawa and I think he'll be looking forward to working with Minamino too.
0: Absolutely. Uh, there's a couple of bits of information then ahead of the Liverpool Watford game. Just what we know, the latest coming out of the press conference. Um, one thing of, of, of interest in terms of the preparation, obviously with uh, Pearson coming in, it meant that they've had to throw out their kind of research. So they've been watching Derby County games and Leicester games, and he said some of the other team they'd, they'd been managing or whatever, just to try and give themselves an idea of a style. we no, basically, he's like, there was no point just watching Watford because it doesn't. They're gonna do something completely. Different, but I like that. It's just as a little note, you know, you might have some managers might approach that from the sense of well, we want to know the Watford players or whatever. They'll know the Watford players already. It's more important where those players are going to be on the field more than anything else.
1: Yeah, it's it's weird to go into a game like this because we know Watford have been out of form all season. But you know, everyone has the new manager boost when a new manager first comes in, and we know that Pearson's a good manager from his time at Leicester. he Did very good things there. Um, so I think I think we've gone down the wrong uh, the right route uh, watching Derby and Leicester games because. Every manager has their own style, and Pearson's the same. Um, so it'd be interesting.
0: Yeah, and Obviously, the the big news is Dejan Lovren will be out of the weekend. Um, no time frame on his return, which was uh, Klopp said it was a muscle injury, more serious than last time. Um, and I, I got the sense, Jack, there was a there was a little, just a little tone of exasperation coming from him there when he was asked about the time frame thing. Is that you know if it was nothing, I think he'd say, Oh no, he's fine. He'll be back for the he'll be back for the Club World Cup. Um, but it was a bit like, no, t- there's no time frame. And you know, we've seen him say this about Matip. We've seen him say this about Fabinho as well. That actually doesn't bode very well.
1: Yeah, Gomez last season as well. I remember when, when Matip first got injured and he said, oh, I don't know for now which is why I think he's probably done it this time the way he has because I think with Matip everyone expected it to be a couple of weeks and Mm. he'll be straight back in whereas he's clearly saying here that it could be a couple of weeks it could be a month it could be a couple of months nobody knows and he was he was keen to stress um, the fact that he's got lots of ideas for coping with two centre-backs for the meantime so uh, we'll see how long he's out for but I, I suppose that might mean that way there goes to Qatar now. I know he's, he's not in the That's a very
0: good point, it's actually, yeah. So, apparently, Virgil van Dijk... Uh, Joe Gomez and Sadio Mane were all in training as of, as of today but he does mention with two fit defenders uh, Kiana and uh, Seth Vandenberg are in contention as in like you know he said we've got the kids we've got them there uh, but he also mentioned defensive minded midfielders who can do the job and, and it, it's an interesting thing because it will it will yeah. depend on where those lads are at really You know you spoke a lot on the um, Redmen uh, on Redmen Academy about how Vandenberg doesn't quite look ready yet I think Hoover's impressed massively when we've seen him you know in his limited uh, cameo so far but again largely at right back particularly in pre-season I wonder whether we're more likely to see let's say Jordan Henderson move to centre half mm. or Gini Wijnaldum or James mm. Milner or whatever before we see uh, Kiana drop into the first
1: team Yeah it's interesting I think Klopp is more likely to use Wijnaldum obviously Jueva has just come back from from the World Cup, under-17s World Cup with Holland. I know he played for the under-18s just after he came back, he, he was a bit shaky then. Um, Vandenberg, I don't think he's ready for first-team football at all yet. Um, he's been shaky since he came. Two goals against Salzburg the other day that we conceded both his fault. Um, so it's difficult. I think Wijnaldum has played at centre-back before against Brighton, so he'd be ready to to slot in if needed. But. I know Klopp's got the ideas. It'll be interesting to see whether Gomez can cope with the the run of games. He's not done a run of games for a while, but it
0: it all depends where Matip's back as well, doesn't it? Absolutely, and we'll know more about that when we get told more about that, won't we? Um, Right, we've got some things, uh, some comments from you guys to pick up in a moment. So, yeah, Tom, if you've got any of that, then please feel free yeah
2: um just a couple of super chats to kick us off um Christopher Williams saying Paul was I first question mark I'm assuming he means in the chat I don't think you wear Sonny mate let's but just say yes yeah. I don't know so I'm just, I, I can say yes he says I uh, hope you guys are having a good day love the content as always thank you Mo um, Mo Mohammed with another super chat talking about, talking about Jaden Sancho. I know we haven't spoken about him, but he quotes James Pierce saying, Jurgen likes Jaden Sancho, but as things stand, the price is too high. He's not worth 100 million. Summer is more likely than January, but no guarantees. Yeah, fair play. I, I, again, what we've done here is, it, and uh,
0: I've actually just done a video, which uh, we'll put a link in the description and we'll put it in the comments as well, uh, talking about where Milamino is likely to fit in and why I think it's such a good piece of business and largely because of his versatility. Across the front three, he plugs a gap for the rest of the season, and I think it takes the pressure off trying to go and buy Jaden Sancho. If you're going to go big on someone, I think the summer's the time where you do, but right now, you know, I think we've squad wise, if we're going to bolster anywhere, we're probably in a position where you could do with another fullback, or maybe even, you know, depending on the fitness of those lads centre-back the point is I think we're quite stocked in midfield and attack at the moment
1: yeah people have put a lot of pressure f- for a long time on Jürgen Klopp to improve the left-hand side get a backup for Sadio Mane Minamino's perfect for that and like you say versatile as well can play anywhere along the front three and the 10 as well if we need a 10 so it- it's the perfect signing in my opinion for 7.25 million what a bargain again absolutely
2: um, Yeah. Christopher Williams coming back with another super chat you're saying thanks Paul <laughs> <laughs> no thank um, you you can just comment it. I will read it out. Um, Syed Raza talking about. Um Klopp, he just says, Klopp doesn't want one league title, he wants LFC back on the perch. And then Johnny Walker says, Yes, insanely lucrative Nike deal, 50 million plus new Kirby training complex, and 65k plus increased Anfield capacity. Liverpool is entering a new era of growth and success, exciting times ahead for the club and support. Exactly,
0: and I think that's, that's what kind of the stuff Klopp's talking about is that he's helped to get the, to put these new foundations in place, and he probably wants to re- some of the rewards. He probably wants to be around to see, uh, you know, 60, 61,000 people inside downfield mm-hmm. and you know, to have it to really get into the training facilities and have all of these things. And, and again, we're all well and good, but you know, Liverpool. If Liverpool were to win the league this season, that's still we're still a title behind Manchester United. You know, that gives him those extra. So we've now got this season plus another plus another four. That gives him. You know, more than enough time to pick up three, <laughs> the three league titles we need to to go above back above them. T- yeah, I think that should be his major his major plan. You know, and why not? Let's get let's ed, let's eke our way towards ten Champions Leagues as well.
2: <laughs> <you're on> that, this <laughs> <laughs> would be perfect. I've got to one more. Um, Stevie C 78 says Klopp signs five-year deal same time as Gerrard handover in 2024 question mark
0: yeah it's interesting I saw Ian Doyle making mention about the coincidental timing of all this but no look fine I think that's interesting I, I don't know I can't see Gerrard staying at Rangers till 2024 but you know it's fine if he, if he does you know he'll be, he'll be more ready he'll be more mature at that point, and Liverpool
2: will probably be hopefully set up for Stephen Gerrard. But sorry, Jack, Tom's putting his finger to the sky. He's got one more in his locker. Well, Ronan Keane just says, Matching jumpers make this look like a weird father son relationship. Just saying. I had to read it out. We you. actually don't sell these in kid size, otherwise I definitely <laughs> would have one
0: for me, son. Um but yeah, um listen, we're gonna wrap that up there. But make sure you do head over to my channel if you want a little bit more on the Minamino stuff. If you want some real in-depth chat with Simon Hughes from The Athletic, go over to the redmenTV.com and that Heskey interview as well. Yeah, plenty of stuff to keep you entertained between now and kick off tomorrow. Other than that, we'll see you very soon. ta